Hey guys, Greg, your local metalhead here. War with Cinema has partnered with Red Circle. If you were ever curious about who we use for podcast hosting, it's Red Circle. I've tried a few different hosting sites, and I've enjoyed my time with Red Circle the most. They make hosting your podcast as easy as possible. If you upload your show, they distribute it everywhere, even YouTube. The best part? Their base subscription is free with unlimited uploads. For a few dollars more, they will help grow your podcast to reach as many ears as possible. Start your podcast today with a link in the description. It helps us, and it helps you. If you're not interested in starting a podcast, but you want to help support the show, if you use the second link in the description, you can do a one-time donation or a monthly subscription. There is no paywall. It's simply letting us know you're enjoying the show and want us to continue. Well, now that all that's out of the way, I hope you enjoy today's episode. With Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And since we did Annihilation last time for my pick, I figured I'd keep the Alien movie going, and I picked Arrival. Very, very crazy fucking movie, dude. Mm -hmm. And very fresh, very fresh in my mind. Just watched it this morning. And I will say this. This is probably my second favorite Alien Encounter movie. Oh, really? Now. You liked it that much? It's a very beautifully shot movie. Thank you. So much of mo- Yeah, Dennis Villanueva. Bad <laughs> motherfucker, dude. Denae Villeneuve. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> I had to learn to say his name because I didn't want to keep fucking Denae it up. Villeneuve. Yeah. That is pretty smooth. Um, Very fucking emotional, bro. I cried four fucking times watching this movie, bro. Damn. I have a daughter, bro. Yeah, this like, is true. I keep forgetting about the kid God, thing. Dude, yeah. I, like, and this is opening credit shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like, the way she was talking and then, like, watching her and this baby, and I'm like, bro, don't you fucking do this to me already, man. We're ro- <laughs> The fucking credits are still rolling. I have a special talent because I do that with the wife. I will give her movies where dogs are killed or die in them. She's like, stop giving me these movies, and I do it with you. There's always a daughter. I mean, I'm not is- a heartless bastard. Like, I'm not saying I can't, don't give a shit about animals dying, but, like, bro, like, baby girls, man. Yeah. Like, Jesus. And like when when she's laying in that fucking hospital bed with her, and I'm fucking balling. Fuck you, Greg! Like, god damn it, dude! Why? <laughs> Not my intention. So yeah, Amy Adams' daughter passes away, and uh, she's a professor at a university. She's a. Uh, I noticed. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was the, just gonna say uh, we've been doing this trend where we'll talk about like the actors and uh, how we feel about them. I kind of like it. So Amy Adams. Oh, fantastic actress. I think she is one of my favorite actresses. This is down. probably my favorite movie with her in it now. Mm. She's got a couple bangers, but like... It, she doesn't have a huge role, but I talked about it last. The fighter? Yes. She's so good in the yeah, fighter. she's good in that. So good. I love her as Lois Lane. I think she plays a great Lois Lane. I actually did really like her. Um, I was trying to think of something. I didn't really like her in Nocturnal Animals. I thought she was a cold bitch. Uh, well, I mean, she's that a great means she actor. She did her job. Yes, right. But uh, yeah, she's got a list of shit that goes forever. Enchanted. It's a silly, fun movie. She really thinks she's a you know a princess and all that. It's, I didn't watch it. I've seen it with the wife. Mm. Um, she's been in so many movies. It's, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time thinking of it. Right. right. But uh, she was in that movie. American Hustle, which I didn't care for the movie, but she did. I think fine. Christian Bale fucking killed it. I mean, he, kills, he killed he it. It's just the script kind of just fell flat. It just is one of those movies that felt kind of like drawn out, you mm-hmm. know, like it took too long for the payoff. It took too long for the setup because I tried Maybe to watch it. it was, I tried yeah. to watch it the other day. I'm like, can we get to the fucking point? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is going on for way too long. It's like they were so much on the double crosses of each other that they forgot that they were actually trying to rip off other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Jeremy Renner's in this movie. Which, Fucking take Hawkeye, it or leave. banger, dude. I could take or leave him. I mean, he's fine. I think he's good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see him doing something else other than Hawkeye. This is true. Uh, I thought he did a good job in his Bourne movie. Um I actually enjoyed that one more than Matt Damon coming back for a fucking fourth one. Mm. Like I liked the direction they were going with that with the that story, using him as like the new Jason Bourne. Yeah, um, didn't see it, but it's it's it. I think it's other than the original Bourne Identity. I think it's better than any other one. Oh, I, I think it's better in Supremacy. Fuck, what was the other one? Idiocy or. <laughs> 
Ultimatum. Ultimatum. And then the other one's just Born. Yeah. Uh, or Jason Born or whatever. But yeah, I I thought that one was was second best out of the four. Mm. Five, whatever. I can't think of a lot that he's been in that I'm like crazy about. So he did a an IFC movie playing Jeffrey Dahmer. And like everybody keeps asking me if I've seen this fucking Netflix Jeffrey Dahmer. And I'm like, bro, I don't need to. I already know all the shit that he did in it. And they're like, right. He, he did this in the fucking power, in the power drill. Yeah, I know, bro. Like, I've seen it's that before. Like, yeah, they're we, like, what do you mean you've seen that? I was like, fucking Hawkeye did that shit 10 years ago or hmm. 20 years ago, man. And that's what I was about to say. He played a great creepy motherfucker. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I didn't watch the newer Dahmer because I don't care. Like, like I, I hate the fact that they're glorifying these sick fucks, man. Like, people are doing, like, all kinds of memes and fucking TikToks to them and shit now. Like, I just don't understand why we have to re- keep rehashing the story. Like, it's been it's been told. It's out there. Like, why are you bringing this up again? Like, these poor people already lost their lives. Like, why we got to keep harping back on that shit? Like, these guys are becoming famous, like urban legends and like these people they got killed for doing nothing it's the wrong, it's you know like housewives you know that right it's like 75 percent of true crime are listened to by housewives i could see that though yeah i got nothing else to do right they obsess over waiting on laundry <laughs> making sandwiches their hands are wet you know what i'm saying from all the dishes so like they can't really change the channel Alex, <laughs> we'll just Alexa put on just marathon on yeah, yeah yeah play fucking true crime well now we lost that audience uh <laughs> forrest whitaker he's not doesn't have I a big role but love i love it. ghost dog baby <laughs> he's great in everything he's in man i have to agree yeah uh i have never seen I've, i feel bad i've never seen uh, the last king of scotland but i heard he does a fantastic job in that one um i liked him in star wars i thought he killed rogue one with the fucking breathing you know that shit um he plays a great cop and everything. He's, you know, usually. Um, yeah, he always just brings his A game. Like, there's never a dull moment with Forrest Whitaker. So, right. same with this. Not a big role, but, you know. It's like him and Denzel. Like, when they pop up, you just know you're getting something. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're getting goods. Right. Like Gary Oldman. Like, you know, just know, like, whatever amount, whatever capacity, you're getting your A game. You know? Right. The, movie, the rest of the movie could be shit around it, <laughs> but he's going to give you gold. When it's on screen. Right. Um, is that that's pretty much everybody? That's pretty much the uh, old boy that notable. plays the CIA guy. Um, I've seen him in some stuff. I uh, played Arnold Rothstein in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, and the General Shang, mm-hmm. that guy's in there. He's from Rush Hour. That's the consulate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jackie Chan's own boy. Yeah, Michael Stolberg. Mm-hmm. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the A-listers on the. Yeah, on pretty the, much. I just wanted to. Curious how you felt about Amy Adams because I fucking adore her. I think she is great. Uh, I want to watch everything, I, even though she did do a movie recently, like straight to Netflix. People didn't say it was that great, but I'd still watch it for her. I almost thought she was in a Notebook, but I forgot that that's uh, Rachel McAdams. Mm. Well, yeah, cast, director, the way it's shot. And this is actually based off of a book and the author's the story of us. Mm. And the author said that it's a miracle that there was a good book and a good adaptation of that book, of the material. This is one of those ones, like, after you watch it, you're like, fuck, man, the book must be, because they always say the book's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put more detail in the written word than you can, you know what I mean? So that's what I was. That's what I thought as soon as because right after it says arrival, it says based on the book, the story of us. And I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck, that book must be amazing. Yeah. You know I'm I mean? sure because, it's pretty trippy. Like, you know, all the feelings you can get from from a from a film, you know, because this isn't a movie. You know, I thought it was a movie going in. You see the <laughs> eight, you know what I'm saying? You see the eight Academy Award nominations and all that shit. That can be misleading sometimes because fucking La La Land got to like 12 and I can't fucking stand musicals. So yeah, like, I understand why people love them. I'm mm-hmm. not knocking people for it, but it's just not my tea. Right. Um. So that it's one of those things that, like, I was kind of like, eh, you know, how am I going to feel about this? We just watched a fucking female-led alien movie last week. I know. I didn't even do that on purpose. I was just picking alien movies. And I was like, oh, these are female-led, so but I, might as well do aliens next or alien. I wanted to take this moment to tell you that this movie kicks the shit out of Annihilation. Oh, yeah. I agree. As far as alien contact movies and whatnot. I think that this, like I said, this is probably my second favorite one ever now. What's the first one? The Abyss, baby. Oh, uh, okay. 
It's the abyss, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna pick it one of these days. The abyss is it's good. James Cameron in a bag, man. Uh and Ed Harris, dude. It's a great movie. Anyways. Yeah, uh it found a way to do the whole encounter, first encounter type deal, but mm-hmm. it kind of felt it felt fresh. It didn't feel like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it really to me it it really painted a real picture of like what would happen if this really happened. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mass hysteria, people pulling their fucking kids out of school, fucking countries cuz you know people like China, Russia, they're the first motherfuckers that are going to fire missiles and shit at these things. And- I know, and that's what I think about all the time is like if we get greeted by aliens, we automatically assume they're going to be hostile and we're just going to fucking just try to nuke them down. It's like what if they're trying to be our friends? Like <laughs> Yeah, here's my whole thing. Like if they really want if if they have enough technology to get across the cosmos to yeah. us. And they wanted to fuck us up. Yeah, they're not going to wait around. And I don't let think us they're going to like you know fucking dance in the end zone. I think they would just do what they were going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of it. My only thing would be is if they were just trying to learn. Like you know how we go to the zoo and mm-hmm. look at animals in the cage. Like is that how they look at us? Well, that's why I felt um, annihilation was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, she was like mimicking. It's like trying to learn. That us. was probably one of the best in movie theories you've ever come you've ever come up with because mm-hmm. that made that movie make that much more sense to me because like I've, i got a good grasp of it you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. but it made it like because like you said it wasn't like because i was just thinking the whole time like the alien was just trying to mimic you know humans so it could take us over mm-hmm. but at the same time like you were saying it was just trying to learn yeah that's how i like, felt anyway it didn't mean to be taking over everything that's yeah, yeah. just how it is right you know uh it's evolutionizing everything whether mm-hmm. it wants to or not right um so it was just a better like i thought it was a good take on it and i was just like oh that makes sense yeah you know it took a few tries to really grasp that because the first time i watched it i'm like what the hell did i just watch but this one was just like the whole time i'm sitting there like man i can't figure this shit out like <laughs> you know what i mean that's the thing it is one of those puzzle ones because it gives you the end at the beginning and sprinkles it throughout and you're trying to piece everything together. And it's not till the very end of the movie that you're like, Oh fuck, I get it, it now. Fits like, uh, oh, it, yeah. like a fucking pair of finger cuffs, bro. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So she is a, a professor at a university and she's goes to her class like every other day. And there's like five kids in there and I'm assuming she had a full house most yeah. days. And all the kids phones start going off and she's like, anybody got any news they want to share with me? And she's like, ma'am, you need to turn the TV on. <laughs> and uh, that's, of course, you know, it's like all 12 spaceships have showed up in random spots in the Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them over bodies of water, some of them over land, wherever. And, of course, human instinct, fucking Air Force is sending out <laughs> F-22s. They're fucking locking down Montana. Because that's the one in America is in Montana. So, you know, everybody's freaking the fuck out. So I'm guessing a couple of days later, she still tries to go back to work. And at this point, there's nobody there, like, at all. Right. And uh, that's when you get introduced to um, Forrest Whitaker's, Whitaker's character, the Colonel. Colonel Weber. And he goes in, and he's like, you remember me? She's like, you helped me figure out that uh, that that code that that against those insurgents. She's like, yeah, and I remember how well, how fast you took care of those insurgents, like meaning like he wiped them the fuck out. So it's like letting you know that they had a prior relationship and they both know what the other one brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So she already pretty much knows what he's there for. And he plays this like 10 second loop of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You know, just fucking predator noises and shit. <laughs> right, right. Fish swimming through water is pretty much what I got out of it. Or like a whale. Yeah. You know? But uh, he's like, tell me what you know. And he's like, bitch, I just listened to it like you did. Like, I don't fucking know. This is not a thing I've ever heard of. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to another guy. Yeah. Going to Berkeley. It was really funny because she's like, ask him what the translation of da-da-da is. That's the only thing that kind of got me is like, bro, like, don't act like you're not desperate right now. Like, you don't have... There's no... You know what I mean? Like, he's all at, like, he's got all the chips. Like, bitch, you need me just more, if if not more. Because all yeah. you, you're a soldier, bro. I know this shit. I think I think she knows that. That's why she just lets him walk out. She's like, you'll be back. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they motherfuckers dropped the chopper down right in her backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get 20 minutes? You got 10. There he goes. We're taking off in 10. Right. And uh, so that's when we meet Jeremy Renner. And Jeremy Renner is an astrophysicist. And he is fascinated. Of course, it's aliens, you know, mm-hmm. like this proves that like dark matter or whatever, like time travels possible. He's like, I have all these questions I want to ask him. And then she's like, why don't we try talking to him <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. before we fucking hit him with science questions and math problems and shit like that. He's like, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So they go and that is the cool fucking shit when it first shows them going up into the ship and stuff. Um, um they, they got these thick ass hazmat suits and shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Danae Villeneuve based their ships off of the monolith in a uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey. I thought so we wanted looked, to like sim- symbolize kind of the similar thing. Um and they're like asking them those soldiers that are like their bodyguards and shit, like their escorts. And she's like, What do they look like? And he's like or she's like or can you touch them or whatever? And she's like he's like, No, they're behind glass. They're behind a glass wall. And she's like, what do they look like? And he's like, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Like, he, like nobody wants to talk about it. But uh, the, as soon as they get to the military base, like the little pop-up they got set up there, you see somebody being like coded out in this like fucking E.T. bag, like, you know, quarantine the fuck off. And, <laughs> E.T. bag. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what it was, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, fucking spaceman bag, you know what I mean? <laughs> Space body bag. And she's like, what the fuck happened to them? He's like, some people can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was was thinking about that, too. Like, we talk about aliens all the time, but knowing you're about to meet an alien. Or if you actually did, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really met an alien, how would you handle that shit? I'd fucking shit my pants. Right. I'd probably end up in that bottle bag because that's some wild shit. I mean, that's one of those things that like uh, if uh, what was it? Um. In like Avengers, when when they told old boy, like he's like, "What does that drink taste like?" He's like, "He's like, it's not for it's not for normal humans." Like he's like, "What would happen?" He's like, "Your mind would descend into madness and get collapse on itself." That's exactly what would happen if you right. had an alien. Right, right. Like, you know, we finished up here, and I walked outside, and one of the motherfuckers was hovering above your neighborhood. Yeah, bro, call it off the rest of the week. <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. And it was just, it was really sad because it keeps cutting back to like news outlets and it was saying like a big ass cult had set their place on fire because the, they believe that this was some 2000 year old prophecy. Mm-hmm. And you hear about like small countries like already like killing off their people because they're just like, it's like, like, like I said, what you would expect nowadays, just mass chaos, people looting stores. <laughs> People are walking on uh, washing. I was just thinking, oh, we got aliens? All right, I'm going to get a new TV. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a good time to, uh, and they were like, gas. And I was like, shit, it doesn't even have to be aliens. Like, fucking hurricane came through here a week ago, bro. There, you couldn't find a gas pump in this fucking state. This is true. Yeah. Bottle of water, fucking paper, toilet paper, anything, man. I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Won't help. If, never mind. Not going to take it there. I was just saying, it's, it, just, it just proves that, like, people... Well, pandemic, toilet paper. You know, we always say like, oh, fuck the government for keeping secrets from us and all this. Like, you don't want to fucking know yeah, what yeah, this yeah. guy knows, bro. Right. Like, I think that's the realest. He probably shouldn't have said it, but that's probably the realest shit Trump ever said. He's like, if you just read half the shit I had to see, half these briefings they give me from what China and Russia and fucking North Korea is thinking about doing to us. It's because idiots like, don't know how to handle certain information. Well, I'm just saying. One, if you tell, like, if I sat down and told you something really fucking crazy lately, like, hey, hey, Greg, don't freak out. But alien life has been on Earth for the last 30 years, and they've been keeping it at a military base, whatever the fuck. If I told it to you and broke it down to you, you're going to be like, okay, well, it's crazy as shit, but like, all right, I can kind of get my head around it. But when it's a big gesture like i said like with the ships coming down out of fucking because they didn't have a tra- track them on any satellite it was almost like they showed up out of fucking mist mm-hmm. you know and, and everybody was just fucking freaking out and that's what it is it was like mass confusion mass hysteria bro. right because groups of people are stupid <laughs> it's like uh tommy lee jones says in men in black he goes well, one person because will smith's like why not just tell people he's like people are smart we can we can handle ourselves he's like no a person is smart 
people are stupid, random, violent, and do dumb shit. Like, this that's, is true. That's why we keep the shit the way it is. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like, that's why there would be an Area 51 if there was that shit, because they're not, you can't let people know that shit. And if you don't believe that, just look at cults. There are cults that for days. Yeah, I mean... And it's like, I've never been a big conspiracy guy, but like, that's the reason why is because there's shit that we're not supposed to know. Yeah. Whether I agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so they go out there for the first time and it's really cool. It's like they get on the scissor lift and it takes them like up and they're just like feeling along the bottom of the ship. And Jeremy Renner's like a kid in a candy store. He can't fucking believe what he's feeling, you know, and she's about to fucking fall out, you know, she's having a fucking panic attack, right? Which, and, she, and you know, you find out later on why she's feeling this way and doing this because like, yeah, because even when she's done, she's like, am I fired? Yeah. No, you survived. No, I love it. he's taking his bulletproof vest. I'm sick to way better than the last guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's the one they were carrying out in that fucking space bag, dude. <laughs> um, I think he went and got the guy from Berkeley and he fucking crashed and burned. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. That was probably him. Because it seemed like it was a couple days later. He came back and got her. He couldn't handle it. He's like, this is fucking madness. Like, (laughs) go get the bitch from wherever. I can't do this. He's ripping his face off after seeing the aliens because he can't take it. For real. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, um, they go up there and and they're on the scissor lift and then finally it just opens up at the bottom and it's like a hallway, mm-hmm. but it's like 40 feet from the scissor lift to this hallway. And the dude takes a glow stick and throws it over his head. And it does like a fucking 360 curve and lands on this floor in this hallway. And he's like, yeah, that just happened. <laughs> Cause like, you know, the, the Marines, they've been seeing this shit for like however long. Yeah. They had to figure out the gravity situation because of the way the ship stands up. So they had to, to shoot the movie. They had to implement the ship having gravity so you could walk up it so like she won't fucking move and forrest wicker's like you could do this and just fucking throws her across <laughs> you got his bro <laughs> he's like now let's get to do your job let's get you to do your job the only thing that i it kind of annoyed me at first but it made sense because they do do that is like they had the bird in the cage mm-hmm. and it, it added a little bit of symbolism and 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 uh ambiance to the scenes because it got to the point where she wasn't even in the room with them and she would hear that bird, you know, and it mm-hmm. just kind of played into the whole vibe of the of of it. Um. So yeah, they meet, and these things look like squids, <laughs> squids and hands mixed together. Yeah, like squid hands, squid hands, <laughs> just like you know, no faces really. Um, but they're in like it looks like water. It looks like they're in a tank of water. I didn't think about that. I was thinking like a cloud of smoke, but hey, yeah. Well, when she goes in, you see that it's not water. It's like a oh, mist. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like it's like a, like you said, smokish mist type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why they said their atmosphere was different. Like, how long have you been able to stay? He's like, they can only. He's like, well, there's only enough oxygen to get two hours. And he's like, why? He's like, they're making it to where we can stay in there for two hours. He's like, so what are you saying? He's like, they could suffocate us if they wanted to. Yeah. He's like, well, why is it? two hours he's like this random he's like maybe that's all how long it takes to fill up that room right and uh so yeah like it it's thing it's because like even though we're showing aggression they're shooting missiles at it and shit like that like they're not doing anything they're not being it's kind of like at all it's kind of like ants right whenever you step on an ant bed an ant bites you it's like come on you're not gonna kill me like fuck off And yeah, they are superior beings mm-hmm. and, and that's the way it's led to believe, but they keep saying weapon. Like they, they finally, like if they get, cause of course America is like making the most strides with theirs. Cause Amy, Amy, uh, Amy's character, she, um, she's a linguistist, but she's like right, top but, tier. And she had more success on her first go in there than anybody else did. And Jeremy Renner believed in her. So, like, she takes off her fucking suit. She's like, they got to trust me. They got to know me. She's like, they have to be able to see me. And she mm-hmm. puts her hand up on the glass, and then it does, too. And then that's how she kind of figures out, like, she draws, you know, a word, and then points, like, first is human. I'm a human. He's a human. And then here's, I'm Luis. He's uh, Ian, I believe was his name. Yeah. 
and they just go on it. It's like it's like literally they're just like going to get to know these aliens every right. day and trying to figure out what they want, what it is. And it's really cool how it unfolds because it's just like they're trying to take baby steps mm-hmm. because Forrest Whitaker like corners her. He's like, I have to go in there and assume and and give a reason to a group of men that want this thing to fucking fall apart. They want to fucking shoot missiles out of this shit because they don't understand. You need to give me something to keep them at fucking bay and that we're doing something positive, like we're doing something useful here. And then that's when she breaks it down because he's like, look at these words. He's like, you would teach this to a fucking child. And she's like, she like wipes off this big ass equation. She was like, fuck, I've been working on that for a month. Like, <laughs> not the time. And, not uh, the time. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she just it out. She's like, look, this is the question you want asked. Right. And then she like breaks it down. She's like, we have to show them what they is. They is them or they is us. And yeah. it has to know as a collective. This, the earth, what it is, you know. And it is true. It's like you're literally trying to show somebody that you've never been able to communicate with. You have no idea. It's like a dead language, whatever. And you have to find a way to communicate with them, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, I found it so interesting because of the way the uh, aliens communicate is this like circle of patterns which it was an actual artist that had to come up with all those patterns and it's like real language. And it was an insane thing to think of because that's what it was, is it was all the, it was like two sentences going at the same time. Yeah. It's, there's no beginning. There's no end. It's just is. It was just random words that, you know, once they figured it out, they kind of like, you know, worked it into sentences or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she was the only one that could kind of get it. You know what I mean? She found out the key. She found the vocabulary. She's the one that did all that. Well, Jeremy Renner helps, but she's the one driving the boat pretty much. And she's bonding and they call them Abbott and Costello, which is kind of cute. You know, they like come up names with the aliens and they're showing them walk. And then the aliens are kind of like doing like they're walking or whatever, you know? Right. Um, you reading some fun facts? No, it was just, uh, there was one specific, um, the writer and screen, I mean, the director and screenwriter created a full functioning visual alien language. Heiser, uh, Villeneuve and their team managed to create a logogram Bible, which include over a hundred different completely operative logograms, 71, which were actually used in the film. Like that's fucking crazy. Like yeah. that, that blows my mind whenever a, an artist does that when it comes to like film or stories. Cause like uh Lord of the Rings, the Elven language, like mm. he created a whole fucking language for that story. Like it just blows my mind that uh, people on, do that. Click on man. Start yeah, exactly. It's been for years, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's people that actually think they can speak Wookiee. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, and they will like, and they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, so yeah, they're trying to figure out these damn things, mm-hmm. and she's the one that kind of cracks the key a little bit, little by little. She keeps having visions of her and her daughter, and her daughter like asking her something, and she would think of the answer, and then it would help her in in real like real time. Yeah, because as she's learning the language, she's actually learning the language. If that makes sense, once we get to the end, it'll make sense. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's what I thought was so great about this movie, just the payoff. Because at first, like. Yeah, it, they're walking a, a good lot, a, a tight line, man. Because you know, you one one plot misstep, and I don't think this movie it'll near as fall good. apart. Yeah, it's not nearly as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why Villeneuve is like my favorite director right now, and probably of all time. Because if you look at his filmography, just he knocks everything out of the park so well. Because we did M- Enemy, mm. and that's a great like thought out story too. Holy shit, it's the same monster. It's the same one. He's bringing it full circle. Wow. <laughs> he has a thing for spiders. First they corrupted Jake Gyllenhaal, and now... They got Amy Adams. They got Amy Adams. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> you animals! Yeah, and like, a lot of Blade Runner 2049. I haven't Dune. seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I know, and then Dune, like, ah. Uh, I haven't seen that either. He's so good. I gotta watch Dune. Yeah, you're missing out. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm slowly giving you all his movies. I mean, Sicario... I love Sicario. Yeah. Did he do the second one? No, he only did the first one. They're both awesome. Though. Yeah. Prisoners. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I have seen that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah very, very, very talented director. He, he, the story was in good hands, in his hands, because he is 
one of the most talented people working in Hollywood, in my opinion. Just showing how much effort they put in to make this language, these symbols look like real things and to mean real things. Let I'll tell you, he did his homework. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, we can't fuck this up. Right. Um, I don't know if it won any of the eight. It won. It won for sound design. That's bullshit. Yeah, I was like, sound design's good, but it should have got this best fucking script. story. I was gonna say it should have got best grip off rip, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know who, what, like, I don't know who Amy Adams went for, like, best female mm-hmm. against that year. You know, she has been nominated so many times, hasn't won an award yet, and yeah. that is a travesty. She is. She's like the chick DiCaprio. That's what bro. I was literally about They're to say. Have yeah. to give her like a real big budget, like shit movie that they give her one, like mm-hmm. a pity, pity one. Even though she did like thirty bangers before right. that, yeah. <laughs> they got. She's got to find her revenant. That's yeah, what she's got. She's got to find it. It's there. Got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> She's done her Wolf of Wall Street, so now she's got to she got to go get her revenant so she can get the trophy. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's uh she's learning more of this language and trying to figure out because they keep saying weapon, weapon, mm, like you said before, use weapon, use a uh, weapon, and she's like trying to figure out what weapon means because um things get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Like she had the kangaroo story, which I fucking love that little story. Yeah, it wasn't even true. Yeah, it wasn't true, but it makes a lot of sense because yeah. I feel like shit like that has happened in history uh, where they pointed and they're like, what is that? And they don't well, speak the, word the same Indian, language. The word Indian when Christopher right. Columbus hit America or yeah, yeah, hit America or whatever. You know, he thought he was in India. You guys aren't Indians? No? Ah, you're Indians. <laughs> Family guy, dude. <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, so it happens. Exactly. Um, But yes, that's what she's worried about. And I love it's kind of about in the middle of the movie. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner starts like narrating like their progress and they call them hexagons. I think is what it's or hemicloids or hemploids or some shit like that. Speaking about their legs and stuff. Quadra. Heptapods. Heptapods. That's right. And that. Every country has been interacting with their heptapods, and at first they're all sharing information because they're trying to unite and and do it. Which you find later out in the movie that that's what these this was the aliens wanted is was us to like stop fucking around and like get get our shit together as right. people. Mm-hmm. You can accomplish a lot more as a team than you can on your own. Yep. And China and Russia, they what they were doing was is they were making it like games. Like they would show it something and then it would show them something back or whatever. But it was really kind of just like monkey see monkey do. And she's got a great line about it because Forrest Whitaker's like, it keeps telling the Chinese that it's going to use a weapon to use a weapon or whatever. And she's like, why are they getting this information? And he's like, well, they're playing games with it, like, or whatever, like show cards or whatever. Yeah. Flowers. And this it's their and version of learning language kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, she's like, well, what if I was teaching it chess and not English? She he goes, he goes, it would think as she goes, you can see how that would be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. That it thinks that it's an opposition. It thinks it has to win. Thinks, you know, and it's just like, it's kind of saying like, you're trying to be combative as a, instead of learning. From right. Each other. And, uh, as it progresses more and more, China goes radio silence. So, and then Russia follows suit and then this country and this country. And then America's like, fuck, take our shit off too. Right. They're like, no, we need to talk to these people. We need to get their information, get their, get their symbols. That way we can, you know, put them with ours and figure it out. You know? And of course nobody will fucking listen to her and every country goes dark and shit's looking real grim. And of course, can, uh, radios, News outlets or, you know, fucking military doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. We're shit the bed on this. Like, we're we're going to all die because they failed us and this and that. Mm. So shit's starting to get real bad. And then China fucking gives them an ultimatum. We're about to blow these fucking things out of the sky because they, they we gave them 24 hours. And this is when she, like, runs into the ship, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's well, trying to communicate with them. Like I said, all the propaganda and like all the missed news and stuff, the Marines are listening to this shit every day because they're sitting around without, you know, when they're waiting on them or they're getting ready to go back out there. 
and they're they're losing their fucking minds, man, because they, they're right there on top of it, and they don't know anything more because they're not, you know, their job isn't to learn. Their job is to keep them safe. Yeah, I do love that movies are putting in these um extremist news mm-hmm. outlets. How if you only get your news from this one source, you think this is how it is, and that's not true. You're not getting the whole picture. Yeah, you know? like when it shows those two Marines sitting on the bed and they're listening to that guy, and he's like, "You come on, people. We all know what's going on. Yeah, Somebody's exactly. got to do something. Yeah, yeah, Somebody's yeah. got to do something." And it gives and them that fucking crazy, like, "Oh, it's he's talking to us, man." Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with the internet and all these news outlets is like people get latched on to one person, like Alex Jones, for example. You know, listening to him rant on about his crazy things. He may be right sometimes, but he's also very wrong sometimes. Sandy Hook. Um, So you should be getting your news from all different sources, not just like one person or else you're going to lose your mind and you're going to get that mass hysteria because you're just listening. You're basically following a cult. Right. It's the same shit. Instead of. Well, that's where I think when people start getting into that sheep mentality, like you're just believing what they tell yeah, you. Yeah, you just believe in that guy. Like, check his facts, check other people, get other people's opinions. Like, you gotta outsource your information. You can't get it from just one. But yeah, I like that movies are like putting those in there because it's very important that people don't do that. But anyway, I thought it was great. Like I said, this movie had a lot of great uh, looks into like human human interaction, mm-hmm. human the way we live our lives what we do in emergencies and, and crises and, and everything. Um, so they go in there and she starts making some real progress and she feels like she's getting to the point where she can read it, you know, or kind of anyways. Yeah. And the Marines that work that were her escorts, they left a big ass bomb up there and they usually, like I said, they had to wait for them to be for there to be air. So they would go, and then come back. Well, they run up there and they're like, no, you can't go back in there. The session's over. And she's like, he's like, we'll be, or Jeremy Renner's like, five minutes, we'll be out tops. And then the one Marine's like, they're going to get blown to fucking bitch. Just let them go. Yeah. Like, they're over it. They don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. They think they're saving the world. Or killing you. They don't care at this point. And the aliens, man, I mean, they're smart motherfuckers. They know what time it is. And they keep hitting the fucking glass. Like, bitch, turn around. <laughs> Like, I thought that was crazy. Like, they can't communicate with this lady, but they loved her. They liked or respected her enough to, like, hey, hey, <laughs> turn around, <laughs> like, you know. And uh, she kind of, um, I forget what happens exactly, but she kind of gets like a, oh, that's what it is. They shoot this ink all over the wall, like, yeah. all over the, their, you know, their board, I'm, I'm saying. And... They like, you know, they get the pictures of her or whatever, and Forrest Whitaker's watching everything like he always is, and they're like, We can't get a hold of the escorts. And he's like, Why the fuck not? He's like, send security and shit. And she starts hearing gunfire, and it's those four Marines. Like they pulled out guns and started shooting at other soldiers that were trying to come and mm-hmm. like, figure out, stop it. And the aliens, man, they do that cool shit, man, where they just fucking boom, they push them. They push the bomb, they push Amy Adams, they push everything. And Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner fall out of the ship and then they close the door with the bomb still in there to like save their lives. All they got out of it was a concussion and they ended up killing one of the aliens because of it. And even after that, cause he's like, we got to evacuate force. Whitaker's like, we got to evacuate. We got a plan on them retaliating something. And he's like, they're going to be fucking pissed. And she's like, no, they don't leave until we leave and they fucking the ship goes like half a mile up. And he's like, well, how am I supposed to get you a half a mile above the fucking ground now? So it's looking dark, looking like it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to work or whatever. And then she gets like a like another vision kind of like while she's awake mm-hmm. of her daughter and like. Showing her uh, a win win. That's what it was. She was wanting to know the scientific way to call it a win win. And then Jeremy Renner says that same phrase. Mm-hmm. So something clicks in her head and she just walks out in the middle of this field and like part of the ship breaks off like a little, like a little, a little skate pod or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Transportation pod. And then she gets <laughs> in it and it's really crazy, man. Cause like you said, it looks like water. I almost felt like I was watching Aquaman, like the way her hair was moving. Yeah. Zero sum game. Sorry. It popped into my Zero head. Zero sum game. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it does a Gives, she's in the liquid smoke. right and it's like a misty that's what I, that's what i gathered out yeah. of it it was like a mist or whatever and 
she's kind of fucked up at first because she's like, because like it's, I, I'm assuming it's helping her breathe. It's like teaching her how to breathe or whatever. Like it's making her lungs to where she can breathe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Costello comes up and she's like, "Where's Abbott?" And then it speaks to her and she understands it now or whatever because she remember another another memory of her daughter and it's like I just kept thinking like why the fuck do they keep going back to her and her daughter like, well she found that she wrote or there was a book written mm-hmm. or I don't know if she knows she wrote it for Hannah yeah yeah and uh and it's the front words backwards and then name. yeah and then she finally like realizes she's she's, she's like, like I can read it, it. I, can I can read it read and it. that's when she goes up into the ship so she can mm-hmm. read what they're saying to her and I thought it was really cool because uh the alien would like spread out the the mist and it would do the thing, but then it gave us a translation. Like she finally understood it. Right. And it said, Abbott has started the death process. Mm-hmm. Like they killed it, you know, when, when they did what they did. That's and what I'm going to say. I'm so sorry for your, for you, your loss. When or, somebody asked me like, you doing okay, Greg, I'm starting the death process. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, why, why are y'all doing this? Like, you know what? I need to know what's going on. And, and it says, we need we need the humans' help. You say th- we three thousand years. And she's like, how can you tell? Yeah, how do you know the future? Kind of thing. And it said, Luis knows the future, and she says, what? And then this is like when it breaks down. It's crazy. It's like they were trying to give us a gift. Like they were trying to help us learn. Well, help her learn so she could read the future. She could. She could read the future. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not reading the future. It's seeing your whole life at once. Right. It's like being born and then knowing everything that's going to happen to you up until your death. Right. Because she asked Jeremy Renner that. She goes, if you could see your whole life from beginning to end. Would you change anything? Would you change anything? And he's like, I don't know. I'd probably be more vocal you know, and more in the moment, I guess. And she just keeps it all in, you know. Because she knows, like... Well, that's why he ends up leaving her, because she says, you know, later in the movie, or sometime in the movie, because it's all over the place, but she's like, I told that's, why daddy, well, that's why daddy left. That's why daddy because I told him something, and he didn't want to accept it. Yeah, because she didn't tell him that her daughter, their daughter, was going to pass away to cancer, because he would have made the other choice of not having a daughter, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's one of those moral... But she had to, the daughter had to die so she could learn... Like how she could learn how to how to do it, because that's what it was. It was they're giving us a gift because they're they're the way they receive time is not linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, think about how much you could avoid or you know stop from happening if you knew all of it. You know? Well, that's where the the moral question comes in. Like, if you knew your daughter was going to die of cancer, would you have your daughter? Nope. You wouldn't. What if? You wouldn't let her experience life, even though it's a short life. She still would be able to experience life. As selfish as it would sound, yes, because like the heartbreak for me, like I couldn't do that to my that wife. That or you don't want me. them to go and through the pain. I wouldn't want her to suffer like that. Yeah, for sure. that's what yeah. I was just thinking. Like, um, I wouldn't want to subject them to that. That's another reason why, like I said, I cried like four times during this fucking movie <laughs> because it's the truth. Like, you know, you know, to save humanity. You know, would you let your child go through that? Like sacrificing your child pretty much for the greater good. Like that's pretty much it. And she had to keep all that shit inside. Like, better to have loved than and, and to lose. Yeah, better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. <laughs> very beautiful. But like I said, it, it was very, very emotional. Like I said, I was fucking crying like a baby. And she, uh, it's pretty much what happens. Like she... She can read the future now as she gets this thing from like 18 months later where she's meeting the general from mm-hmm. China. Yeah. And they're at this like awards gala at the UN. And he's like, I'm going to be honest. Your president told me he had a bunch of this and a bunch of that. He's like, but I just wanted to meet you. How did you know? And she's like, what, how did I know what? He said, you called me on my private number. He goes, something tells me you need to know what this number is. And like, she remembered the phone number. Mm-hmm. She takes the CIA like fucking satellite phone and she runs into the back of the base and she calls him because he, she's the only one that can stop him from fucking shooting off nukes at these fucking things, you know? Right. 
and they keep saying the one of 12 like they were a unity so i'm assuming like once he got the chinese to stand down and once china stood down everybody else stood down and everybody so i'm guessing all the 12 ships formed back together and left or were coming back because it doesn't really go into like what happens to them afterwards well i think they wanted to i think they came to earth to pass down the gift Right. So that they could help them in 3,000 years. Right. They're helping humanity now so that in the future they can help their alien race. So they were wanted to pass on the gift. They found out they passed on the gift to Amy Adams' character, Luis. That's what I was going to say. And I that's, think that was their like, whole purpose right. was to teach somebody. Right. They're like, all right, her. we taught somebody and she's going to teach everybody else. So our job is done. We're going to get out of here. All right. And it's one of those things, man. It was just, I just. Felt like I had hit every check mark of a movie. Mm-hmm. There was a laugh. There was a cry. There was a, a, a thrill, a, a jolt. Like You know what I mean? Like, you just felt satisfied when it ended. Mm-hmm. Like, every, I felt like it connected well. It wasn't one of those plots where it was super convoluted that you didn't understand. Like. It is until you, every, like, you start piecing everything together by the end and everything starts to fall into place. Well, that's place. what I said. It, I thought he did. That was probably the most masterful part of it all is the way he interweaved it together. Mm-hmm. It just, it was fucking perfect. Like I said, it's like a second favorite Alien Encounter movie, dude. Yeah. Um, I was really blown out of the water because, like I said, when it came out, I had no interest in it. You know what I mean? I was just like. <laughs> a lot of people didn't. Another I don't fucking think it- Alien movie. Cool, bro. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> Because, you know, during that time period, there was a bunch of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, Annihilation came out around the right? same time. You had uh, that and you had uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. You had fucking... Uh, that came out way before this. That I'm came out within, like, yeah, we were on our alien shit. Even the Indiana Jones had fucking aliens. This in came it. out in 2016. All that shit came out. Well, like, 05 to, like... Something like 20, that, yeah. I guess so. We're always on aliens. I guess we're shit, always on know. aliens, I guess. So. But you're not wrong, because this came out in, what, 2016... And then uh, a, or, uh, Annihilation came out in like 2016, 2017. So there was a small time when like they just dropped a bunch of alien movies. So because yeah, I, I get they that all got mixed together. Like, yeah. And it's hard to if you either go and see them all or you're just like, I don't care that much. So I this is like I said, this is what I wouldn't <laughs> have watched on my own, but I'm glad that you, you picked it because it was really good. I'm glad you liked it as much as you. I was trying to find the box office numbers, but I don't see them on here. My only gripe, if I have one. Oh, it's one. right here. Budget was $47 million. Well, they didn't waste a fucking penny of that. Oh, it grossed worldwide $200 million, so it definitely was a hit. Yeah, so good on it. You know, that's what I'm saying. You don't get nominated for eight Academy Awards if you didn't make some money. This is true. Um, but what were you going to say? Yeah, my only gripe was pacing a little bit. Not. It is pretty slow. But you know what I'm saying? It It pays off. But mm-hmm. it just to get there, like if it hadn't been so good written and so well acted, like I said, so many things like a tight line, man, because so many things could have fucking made this movie terrible. I was thinking about it because we've been doing this for a while now and I've been giving you these kind of movies and I think I'm slowly getting you used to these slower paced movies because now I think if you would have seen this when we first started to do, do the podcast, would you have liked it as much? Probably not. You don't think so? I don't think so. Yeah. But, like I said, when it's long and it don't pay off the way I think it should, that's what is the make or break for me. Yeah, And this one, I thought it just delivered it home run. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, you have my Northman movie. But uh, people said that about Northman. They're like, it's so slow. There's not enough action. Then there's not a big payoff. I am going to watch that tonight. But for me, I love that movie. And I think it's perfect all around. It looks fantastic. I can't wait. To, I can't believe I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. You've let me borrow it. I still haven't watched it yet. Like, <laughs> Don't worry. I have a mental note. He's giving my movie back. I'm not going to keep your movie. No, yet. I know. It's, it's safe. <laughs> it's in the vault, bro. It's good. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, though, because I have I really enjoyed this movie as well and gives me a chance to talk about it. Yeah, it gets a it gets an eight, 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 nine for me, man. Damn. Yeah, man. From a Greg pick, eight, nine. Yeah, man. I think I'm converting you. It was good. <laughs> I thought, like I said, I thought it was night and days better than Annihilation. Yeah. Uh, Annihilation was kind of one of them ones that liked the, I, the pacing, and I didn't like the payoff as much. I know? am very aware Alien is a very, I mean, Annihilation is a very, like, 
it's either your cup of tea or it's not. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, it had some cool shit in it. Right, right. Like, it's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the flower people, you know, or the people that became flat, whatever. Yeah. I love. I like flower uh, people. I love that fucking bear. The bear. The bear demon thing, whatever. That was crazy. Uh, I think the end is what killed, like, either ruins it or makes it for right. you kind of thing. And like I said, it's it's not a bad movie by any means. I just think this one fucking handed it its ass. Like, <laughs> I, I just left this one feeling so much more satisfied than I did yeah. the other one. You know? Yeah, it's a very tight script. Um, um, I, I recommend this. I can't recommend this one enough. It, like you said, it's one of the best alien encounter movies we've had in a while. I'm glad you gave it to me because this will be one I watch more. Oh, know? nice. Yeah. It definitely takes a couple of watches to like really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because this one's got so much, uh, like I said, the so intricacy, you know, the intricacies of it. Like it's definitely one of those ones that I'll probably pick up a little more mm-hmm. or like, oh, I didn't think about that before. I didn't notice that. Yeah. You know? But yeah, great pick, bud. Appreciate it. Glad you liked it. What did it uh, cause you to want to do next? I was going to go alien again, dude. I was going to go keep it alien, man. Just to, you know what I mean? Keep the train going. Right. I was going to pick the abyss. I was like this close, but what, what, what knocked it out of the, out of the way? Knocked it out of the way. We're going to do men in black three. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it before you said, I said this motherfucker is either going to say men in black or independence day. Oh, no, no, no. Independence Day uh, Resurgence. We're doing the second one. Not the first one. Not Will Smith. We're doing the shitty one, the second one. All right, then we're going to do the third Cloverfield if you give me hot shit. They made a third one? Yeah. Damn. No, we already did that one, did we? We did the second one. Cloverfield Lane, did we? Yeah, we did the second one. That's the second one? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, it's uh, it's getting closer to Halloween, so I want to do a vampire movie. (laughs) We're, we're gonna, gonna delve into we're gonna the do, We're gonna do a vampire movie. All right. <laughs> if if we only do one, we're doing this one. Okay. Doing Lost Boys. Nice. With the new re-release of it too. I'm excited. Oh, you got it? No, I don't got it, but oh. I know they're doing a Lost Boys re-release of it. So I think uh, a buddy of mine on TikTok has it. The cover looks pretty dope. Yeah. The old sh- boy with the shades. Yeah. And they're like hanging upside down from the bridge. It's yep. pretty cool. I know. I wanted to get it, but. I don't I don't have the Lost Boys actually now that you say that. Well it's getting very close to Halloween and I realized like I haven't watched any like kind of scary, any kind of monster like nothing like this year. <laughs> yeah, last year we went on a whole month of like horror movies, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that again. It was fun, but it's not something I want to do every year. Right, no, yeah, I get it. But yeah, I just I figured I'd do one just to do it and Lost Boys is a fucking classic, so yeah, gonna I was going to do like a, uh, I like trilogies. I was going to do another alien movie, but I don't know what to add to these. So I might just stay on the vampire train because there's a couple, now that we talked about vampires, I'm like, there's a couple of movies I really want to do. You should do the abyss, bro. Yeah. Is that a vampire movie? Oh no, no. I, if you were saying, <laughs> oh, alien. alien. Yeah. Tr- trilogies. <laughs> That's true. Or encounters of the third kind or whatever, mm. something like that. But. Well, I noticed there's a difference between an alien movie and a sci-fi movie. Because I was like, oh, I can do Dune. And I was like, Dune's not really an alien movie. It's like hard sci-fi. Yeah. So. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, it's like Star Wars, Star Trek. Just because there are aliens in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not an alien movie. It's not an alien comes to Earth. I don't I'm, I want to do Lost Boys, bro, but I kind of want to do Dracula Untold. Because that's like, that's a really good fucking We can do both. Movie. That's a really good vampire movie. <laughs> I haven't seen Dracula Untold. I've seen The Lost Boys. I've not seen Dracula Untold. Yeah. I'm changing it up, Greg. We're going to do Dracula Untold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. We're going to okay. do Dracula Untold. Well, if I'm only doing one vampire movie, that's the one I want to do. Yeah. And I know I'm probably going to get eaten alive because people love Lost Boys, but it's one of those movies I feel like has been talked about plenty. Not that it can't be added to or whatever. But Maybe we could do a few more vampire movies before Christmas because we're doing another Christmas. That's the one I'm sticking to. Oh, we're, doing Christmas we're doing Christmas movies, bro. Oh, speaking of, I showed Kendra the trailer and she's like, am I invited? I was like, hell yeah, you're invited. Violet Night, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Probably going to do a review on that one. Oh, 100%. Because it comes out the first week of fucking December. Yeah, I figured November, that'll be like our like kickoff. Like, we yes. do those because there's a few... Christmas movies. There's always Christmas movies to talk about. Shout out to David Harbour. Yeah. But yes, what did you Dracula Untold? Dracula Untold. All right. 
Um, I do have a couple of movies because the wife decided she's like, hey, I want to go to Best Buy when you get off work. And I was like, okay. Sounds like a trap. So, yeah, pretty much. So she uh, went and bought a new laptop for school, which I support her. But I'm like, if we're going to Best Buy, I'm going to get a couple movies while you buy an expensive laptop. So I found a couple. I could have spent more money. Your two steel books cost what the laptop did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she would say. Um, they had a uh, child's play scream re uh scream factory scream factory release and it was a steel book and it was the last one but it, they wanted like 35 dollars for it and i was like i can't it wasn't the whole set the it was just it was just the one movie oh, fuck that bro i was like i can't pull the trigger on that i i like child's play but i'm not that diehard of a fan Nobody that being be. said i will buy my third or fourth copy of t2 steel book <laughs> That is hard as shit, though. Right. That is dope. The newest uh, 4K Steelbook re-release of T2. I'm like, I can't not get this. And yes, I do have Terminator 2, like four copies, and it almost caused a fight in the car on the way home. Because she's like, oh, you don't have T2? I'm like, I definitely have this like four times over. And she's like, we got into a fight almost, so... You should have just said no. Of course no, I don't. Of course have not. It. Of course I don't have T two. Like why would I? Why would I have T two? This is like one of the worst movies. And buy it again? Yeah. I mean, come on, hon. <laughs> Give me a little more credit than that. <laughs> but the other one that you have that I just and it's not that it's cooler, but it's just badass. Uh, is the one that that and uh, to, uh, Total Recall together. I just think that's a badass steel book. That's yeah. why I got it. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, I already have T2, but I'm definitely getting this because yeah. the steel book goes hard. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Target did a, re- a release of Total Recall and T2. It's a double feature. Combined and, steel book. And Arnie is on both sides. One's Total Recall when he's in the chair. Yeah. And the other one is T2. On, like, it's so dope. It's like, so nice. Probably one of the coolest steel books you got for sure. Well, the Blu-ray steelbook of T2, where it's the, yeah. the, uh, with all the fire yeah, around yeah. it, around That's the, uh, Terminator. Mm. That bitch is my favorite steelbook. So yeah, I have, not only do I have three copies of Terminator 2, I have three steelbooks of Terminator 2. So money well spent. Yeah. <laughs> Mick's somewhere going fucking A. Yeah. Fucking A, right? Right. That's why we're friends. Shout out to Mick, man. Um, and then I bought this one. Have you seen this? If I did, it was like forever ago. I don't know. Christian Slater's in it. Yeah. I remember that. So Heather's, I listened to a podcast about movies and they drop, they name drop this movie so much. And I was gonna, and I've never seen it. I've never seen Heather's. So it's a really cool steel book. One older writer, Christian Slater. Like I said, if I have seen it, it's been so long. I don't remember it. So the wife said it's like a super cult classic. She loves it. So I figured 15 bucks for a steel book for a classic movie that, you know, why not? It's not a bad deal. Yeah. for a steel book. Yeah. So I got that as well. Not much of a haul, but picked up a couple of things. I bought a Christmas movie. What'd you buy? I would love to review it, but we already did. I found surviving Christmas, bro. Uh-huh. For a dollar. I had to buy it. I'm surprised it was out there. Didn't own it, man. You know, I'm what surprised I mean? you didn't own it. I, I you never see it. It's like one of those like unicorns. Holy grails, they, yeah. don't, they don't make a lot of. I guess they didn't make a lot of DVDs for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was. Like, I hated that I had movie. To cart, bro, instantly. <laughs> hated instantly. it so much. It was so good though. No, it's not at all. You wanna you wanna throw one of those snowballs at me? <laughs> <laughs> they almost ruined. Uh, Poor. Nobody can ruin. Nobody can ruin Gandolfini. All right, yeah. that guy's a fucking goat. <laughs> ah, we should do the drop, dude. I've how been waiting. Ne- how have we never done the drop? I'm waiting on you. Like there are certain movies I don't pick because they're yeah, quote yeah, unquote yeah. Nick movies. Right, I get that. But like, there's there, you know the par picks. Like it's one of those ones. Like I'm keeping it in the holster. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because like if I need a banger to pull out the drops, that's where it's at. Right, and I don't want to take your thunders. So I've kind of been leaving that one alone. It's like true romance. There's a bunch of them that like they're so good, and I would love to talk about them, but like I just don't want to waste them yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I, yeah, I'm saving them for a special occasion. Season twenty, baby. You know what I'm saying? Twenty years of war with Cinema. No, we can't do bangers every episode, right? You know, we got to keep you fuckers coming back. So, <laughs> right, right, like, right. We got to give you a couple, eh, you know, along the way. Right. You know what's crazy, bro? Uh, another one that I've been really wanting to do, and I'm probably going to. I know Game of Death got shit on. I know you hated it. I watched it again and hated it. Like, I get that. Now, but tell me that last 
the scenes with Bruce Lee. No, they're are amazing. Awesome, right? no, if okay. you go back and listen to the episode, I'm like, those are great. And I would love to see a whole movie. Of I that. still want to watch that documentary you were talking about where it shows the 20 extra minutes of the movie mm-hmm. with him in it. Like that is awesome. I need that release. Yeah. Of Game of Death. Fuck the other bullshit. Like, right. I don't even care about that hour. Like, I don't care if it was just 40 minutes of a movie. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. As long as Bruce Lee's in every frame, I'm good. Right. Um, but it got me thinking, like, at one point, I do want to do the greatest fucking Bruce Lee movie of all time, which is Enter the Dragon. Yeah. So we will if to you, be continued. If you do that, I will pick The Drunken Master. Fuck yeah, dude. Because That's what I'm talking about. I just bought that bitch on DVD. That is probably ago. one of my favorite kung fu movies it's so good yeah that's what made me fell in love with jackie Chan. same that same. and uh rumble in the bronx man i, I fell in love with him because mm-hmm. of that. yeah because everyone's like jackie chan jackie chan and i'm like i like jackie chan but then i went and watched his right. you know oh he's got kung some fu movies like yeah. his legit career in japan and i was like oh my god this guy is amazing china china i don't know why i said japan okay because you're racist no, yeah racist <laughs> <is fun. laughs> it's one of those one of the- I almost said it. I almost said it. <laughs> hey, we love the Asian community here. I just want to say that We're first a bunch and of foremost. Indians. All right. <laughs> Technically, Indians are Asians, man. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking gold. So are Russians, though. Well, we're cutting all this out, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't cutting shit. <laughs> um, I finished that drink 20 minutes ago. I'm still grabbing over it. You thirsty, it. huh? I am a thirsty guy. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, but yeah, so next week is Dracula Untold. Dracula Untold. All right, until then, guys. Later, y'all. Later.